Robin can uh, can detect those titties from six miles away. <laughs> <laughs> when she gets a badge, she's like, oh, these these this, this isn't right. <laughs> this, this is not right. This is hairier than normal. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm a 30-something with a four-year-old stepdaughter and a newborn baby. And I'm Daniel. I'm a 30-something and I've had kids for a while, ranging from toddlers to teens. Hello, welcome to Ramblings of Dad Men. Um, I'm Matt. I am sleep-deprived, tired, grumpy. I am officially a dad. (laughs) (laughs) I am joined again by my very, very good friend, Daniel. Daniel, how are you? A lot better than you, by the sounds of it. (laughs) I would say, how's your week been? But considering I saw you like five hours ago... (laughs) I know, we pretty much fucked up that entire segment, haven't we? Like, <laughs> you know exactly what I've been up to this week. Yeah. So for the for the interest of art, let's uh, let's just let all our lovely listeners know. How's your week been, mate? Good. I mean, low key for the most part. Georgia had a school nativity, which was nice. I made a surprise entrance to that. So basically we'd prompted her that Beck was gonna go. But I couldn't make it. I was working, um, and I sort of last minute planned with Beck that I would I'd go and surprise her and attend. Uh, so we did, and the face lit up, uh, which was nice. To, nice. Yeah, it hit me right in the feels. She kept looking at me while she was singing. <laughs> wow, that's nice. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Definitely worthwhile. Flossie has an activity, but um, they're not doing any audiences this year. But um, they've decided to record the nativity and and send it out to parents as as required, which kind yeah. of beats the object, but I kind of see why they're doing it. Yeah, the, Georgia's school did that last year. Um, they did it remote, and it was like a video thing. I get what you mean. It sort of does detract a little bit of the uh, emotion from what it actually is, really. But at least we got it this year, and she's happy with that. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. other than that, we've I've been on daddy daycare duties, so that was... Uh, Saturday, yesterday, I uh, was on Daddy Daycare duties. Beck went out with a few of her previous work friends. So I just sort of spent the day, the afternoon, actually with both of them, with Georgia and Callum. He made a rare appearance, which was nice. <laughs> he came down from his pits. <laughs> yeah, he, he came down. We had pizza. We watched a film. And, you know, it was nice seeing both of them two play together as well. And that's what sort of parenting is all about, just seeing them two get along. And, yeah, it's just nice. And then, um, obviously, today capped it off with a uh, planned visit into you guys and meeting yeah. little Robin. Meeting the star of the show. Yeah. Cannot stress how tiny she is. It's hard to put in words. I mean, people see the pictures and they think, oh, it's a little baby, but she's tiny, isn't she? Like, she's like, she is a little, little thing, isn't she? Yeah. One thing that you sort of forget, you might experience this, you know, if you go again, in a couple of years or uh, just you know, an FYI Becky is is a no at the minute she's like <laughs> two and done that's it we were talking in the car earlier on she was like do you know in a couple of years like Flossie just we need to cherish these moments because because Flossie just will not want it she'll be wanting an iPhone and be up in her room and then she reminded me yep. that at that point 
Robin will be at the same age where she's very attention seeking and talking nonstop. And yeah. then I reminded Becky that, well, we might have a newborn by then as well. She's like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so. Just a constant cycle. But yeah, that differential though, so say if you, you're used to picking Flossie up, for example, and then you go and pick up Robin, you'll notice a massive weight difference. But you gradually, just because you'll keep picking Robin up every day, you'll just become accustomed to her weight. And then if anybody else, you have another one, we definitely won't. So you're not getting that here, unfortunately. But let's No, I don't know. Beck and her ovaries this nope. afternoon. Nope. We she, had the conversation and she's firmly on board the nope train. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but let's throw somebody else under the bus at this point because he can't fucking fight back. You're Adam. If he goes again. If he has another one, that moment when you go and pick up that baby, you'll go from having you know, your baby that's probably weighing a couple of stone, whatever, to then picking up this tiny little being. You can't sort of describe that. You don't. You're not expecting. You just don't. You're not prepared how light they are. Like Robin was a pound lighter than Georgia when Georgia was born, and Robin just feels like there's. She's just so light. Yeah. Maybe I'm just so muscular, and everything feels light to me, but. Yeah, Florence was nothing either, as you <laughs> with one hand and the other, because she, she's so, so hench. Yeah, just, uh, my my brother is is also dead set against another. His daughters, however, really want a little brother. There you go. Oh. Don't disappoint <laughs> the kids, Adam. <laughs> Do not disappoint the kids, Adam. They want a little brother for Christmas. Make it happen. I always remember when we um, my mum knew after about six or seven weeks that Becky was pregnant and she was the only person that we told really and um, Becky's dad's and sister knew but they guessed when we we're at there on a little break down to Wales they guessed when we decided to tell everybody we went on like a little break breakaway for mom's 60th birthday and then um, we told everyone we did like a bit of a a jokey thing for my mum I got like scratch cards and it was a fake scratch card and it was we are having a baby three times which she had to put her glasses on to see because she couldn't see but yeah so so we we told everyone around the table and my brother and uh, his partner's kids were there chloe and leah and they were like dad we want one we want one we want a little brother we want a little brother and let's just say the words that came out of his mouth were despicable <laughs> For, uh, for two you young children to be there. Did, did it so, rhyme with duck cough? Something like that, yeah. We definitely weren't having duck pancakes, although I think we had a ch- Chinese, so there was definitely uh, some ducking going on there. So it's Adam's <laughs> turn. We've just established. Unlucky Adam. Yeah. Other than our visit today, then, what, what have you been up to this week? Uh, well, I'd, I've been back at work this week. I, I got back on Tuesday after having... I wasn't entitled to paternity, but my work were really good about it, and we managed to wrangle some paid time off where I don't have to take annual leave. So I've managed to get a week and a bit off. And then working from home, so I'm only a room away if I'm needed for anything. I actually went into the office two times this week, which isn't like me. I don't usually have to go in the office, and obviously we know that was probably the last time I'm going to be stuck in the office for a while now, isn't it? Because... Mm of Boris we've had some visits we've had a lot of family coming over and a lot of people just you know wanting to meet Robin that that couldn't make it last week apart from that we're we're really just getting into the routine of dealing with two I guess (laughs) which 
is a lot harder than I think we ever imagined. I guess you kind of forget that at, at four years old, Flossie's still quite demanding of attention in terms of you have to keep her engaged all of the time. And it's very, very difficult when you've got a, a baby that needs you. And, and I think Becky has found that transition not so much difficult, but it's certainly difficult for Florence. She's definitely missing her mum sometimes. This morning we went to um, like a little um, Christmas fair, which was which was okay. It got us out the house for a bit. That's kind of all we've, all we've done. As you've mentioned, you came down to visit um, this afternoon, which was really nice. Georgia came down as well, and, and Flossie was really quiet with her. <laughs> we had like an hour and a half of, of a bit of quiet time. Then she went to um, she went to like a Christmas party with her nan over in Preston where you have like a buffet and then Father Christmas comes out and, and visits everyone. So we had another couple of hours of quiet time and um, we slept <laughs> from about four o'clock till <laughs> half past six. We we slept and it's probably been the fullest like block sleep that we've had for the past couple of weeks certainly for becky we thought oh should we put a film on so we did we put the holiday on nice little christmas film i think both of us lasted 10 minutes <laughs> and we were both done <laughs> robin's just been fed she was lied on becky and we we're all yeah bulooed for two and a half hours it was certainly needed today this this weekend has been very difficult um as well as a baby getting up every couple of hours to sleep to feed Flossie's decided to wake up at five o'clock so yeah it's been a long couple of days well I think nice easy section in terms of podmin this week I don't think there is any because last week was very factual in terms of your story and what happened so unless you got any of the times wrong of which Becky was purely in a state of Elysium by the sound of it so she can't fact check you Uh, the one time sure. which has to take my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you timestamp that? No, not what I love. Not what I love. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no problem, which is great. Me, me either. We've we've done pretty well. I think this is is this two times or three times now that we've managed to. Well, I, I don't think we can class the one prior because we didn't even get to Podmin because well, water's broke. So. Yeah. That's that's true. Let's discount that episode. But one before it, I'm pretty sure we had some Podmin. We're we're on a streak of one. I'm sure we'll correct that next week. It's no Podmin based on you have to take my word for it. So. <laughs> Maybe she's just that tired. She she's not sent you the Podmin because she's too tired. Yeah, you know <laughs> Becky. She'd be more than happy to correct me. <laughs> and we will bring you a Podmin next week to clarify that Becky doesn't like correcting you. Yeah. On the topic of not listening, one thing we have done this week, me and Beck have had to set up a shared calendar. Oh, so, really? Yeah, we've got a calendar in, in the cupboard. But, I mean, December's naturally a busy month anyway because there's a lot on. Beck's got training after work and then, you know, we, we need to figure out where the kids are and all that. So, basically, it came to a head because uh, something I did. Did you forget but, to do something? No. So something I did was I've arranged a surprise. So I took on the Podmin that I don't do enough. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Put something as a surprise and said, "Yay, we're going on this day." And she was like, "I already told you I'm going out." Oh, like, oh dear. Did you? 
But yeah, and you looked at me and you nodded. <laughs> and she got a habit of catching me when I'm doing something and she's telling me, and I'm shit for it, I will just look at her and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. And I'm not concentrating. But she takes that partial yes as confirmation that I've fully understood. I then proceeded to fact check and question what she's actually doing through this week. I got a railroading because she'd already told me four times. <laughs> so I went and found an app. We could both put stuff in, shared calendar, visibility of everything. We get around this really easy by Becky just planning everything. <laughs> like, are you yeah. an itinerary throughout the day? Like, we wake up, this is what we're doing. Oh, that's, that. that's exactly what I was like with Beck, but then I try and book a surprise and she's yeah. not giving me like a four week forecast. <laughs> she has, but I just haven't listened. Did you end up ca- cancelling the event or going on your own or like uh, rearranging? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in recommendation section. Oh, right. Okay. This sounds fun. Let's move on. Recommendations then. Because <laughs> you're that eager to find out what it is. <laughs> yeah. I booked the Matrix. Oh, so right. Okay. Been banging on about it for so long. And I realised on Wednesday that it's officially two weeks out. So I thought, I'm always getting shit for it. I might as well get something that I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so found uh, a cinema, local tours, that's got it on. Booked two tickets, thought I was doing a good thing, paid for it, sent it to her. And I was like, look what I've done. I've booked us a thing. I'll arrange childcare. It's half past eight, so we can go for something to eat first, then watch the film. I know it's The Matrix, but I really want to watch it, and I really want to watch it with you, love. Surprise! Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> So, yeah, I felt shit that she's had to then go and cancel her pre-arranged event. Yeah, we, we came to the agreement that I'm a knobhead and um, we're, we're going watching The Matrix. So, yay! So, yeah, so you win. <laughs> like, yeah. you're knobhead. But the, the compromise is we get a shared calendar, so I can never do that again. Not necessarily a recommendation. It will be in a couple of weeks' time when I've actually seen it. The real recommendation is Ozark. Ozark, I watched the first series of Ozark, but I never really, I never got into the second or third. I watched the first series ages ago, and there's three series out now, and there's a fourth one coming out at the start of 2022. But that's going to be season four, part one, which means there's going to be a massive cliffhanger at the end of it, and that's just going to frustrate the fuck out of me. Yeah. But yeah, so I started series two. I'm actually getting back into it again. It's, It's hard to start off with. Shit happens at the beginning, there's a lull in the middle, and then at the end of it, it all comes together and it's really good. And you find that you've actually just blasted the entire series in over the yeah. years. It is genuinely, it is a good series. It's dark, but um, yeah. I can see it all starting to come together again. I'll, I'll, I'll give that a try again, maybe. We're, we're still powering through with Vikings. I thought we were on season six from last night, but as, as you've just pointed out, Season four was split into two, but we didn't realise that because we were watching. So I think we're on 501 season two now, or episode two or episode three. Let's just say the little piggies have grunted quite a lot. Does that make sense? No. Oh, does it not? No. Ragnar says something to King Ellie, how the little pigs will grunt when. Ah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, this this is many years ago. We're not spoiling anything. Yeah. Ragnar, Ragnar's died. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah, it, I'll be the guy. Yeah, that was the bit for me that I did not expect that at all. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's um, I I can see why they've done it. Like in terms of story progression, it works. But there's always a little bit of you that just thought, how's he going to get out of this? Or is he going to get out of this? Yeah, you expect him to go. He's like he's saying with, with, when he did with the French. He thought, he's dead. He's gone. He's in the coffin. They carried him in there. And then he mm. just walks out the coffin. Like, what the fuck's that happening? Well, that's the only thing I was thinking for about, for most of the season. In fact, every season, they've always like put him on a cliffhanger that he's going to peg it. His character progression is amazing. Yeah, uh, he he's, he went on such a journey. He was really good character. Obviously, now it's all going to be about you know the sons and carrying on that legacy and the ultimate dynasty of, of the, that name. Yeah, we've um, we've just got to the bit where they've discovered York, so they've got into York and killed some motherfuckers there. It does progress. I mean, obviously, if you're on season five, part one, then you've got effectively the entirety of that season. Season five, part two is a full season, and then season six is split into two as well. Oh really? Jesus, I didn't realise it was there. Um, yeah. I thought I thought we were we were done and dusted after season five. I didn't realise it was season six. They milk the fuck out of it. His sons, you know, they they go on the journey, and you start to like some and hate others. And I'm liking Ivor at the minute. I mean, he's he's one crazy mofo, but I do like him. Yeah, put a pin <laughs> in that one. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Not giving anything away, but we'll revisit that comment and see how well it ages. Yeah, okay. <laughs> see you then. We've tried to watch some Christmas films as well, but we've fallen asleep. So <laughs> we we've been catching up on the latest Dexter. We've watched All right, that. okay. Is is it as good as you remember? I want it to be, but it's just not the same. Really? Yeah, it's sort of set 10 years on, and you could see some of the stuff that's coming, and I predicted what was going to happen in this last episode, and I think we're about halfway through now. I think we've watched five episodes, and there's only 10. Again, same, we're in that little lull halfway through a series. But he has sort of got to a point now where he's sort of in this position where you're thinking, how the fuck's he going to get out of that? So if you've watched the other series, then I'd definitely recommend watching it, but it's not the same as the others. It feels a bit more grown up. I mean, we haven't watched anything at the minute because, I mean, I'm going to pretend that I, <laughs> I'm going to, going to do something after this. I'm probably just going to go back to bed <laughs> or download Grim Fandango. Do you remember that game from 1998? I do, but I never played it. I oh, remember the the little. Wasn't he like a skeleton? Yeah. Thing? I'm going to might download that. I've just realised it was a remastered, like a little adventure game, and you can get it off Steam for a couple of pounds. So. I might download that. Okay. Great game. I, I reckon it'll still hold up. We obviously we were talking about this earlier on anyway, but me and Beck were talking about you know old times and, and old Christmases that we've had together. And I'm off the, the back of that conversation, so close to going finding a very old PS2 on eBay or something and theme park. It's just something about it. It's really crap graphics. There's nothing special about it, but it's just tweaking little bits and building stuff and then yeah. we'd, we'd share it and yeah it was quite good so maybe, maybe that was something we do over christmas yeah no i i absolutely agree agree stuff like that i mean again we talked about it today but one of the first dates me and becky did it was just ordering pizza and playing mario kart on the wii and she absolutely destroyed me 
The only thing that was a bit disappointing about it is that I told her how my first console was a Mega Drive, and she'd never played a Mega Drive. Which is, there's time, you can go and find one, get that, and then we'll get an N64, GoldenEye. What a game that was. And we'll see how fast we can do the level. Yeah, level two, was it? The facility? Yeah, it wasn't level two, but I just remember dropping in on the toilet. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) With Donkey Kong mode on as well, where they've all got the big massive heads. (laughs) Oh, that's going back a bit. So... One of the things that we thought might be a good feature because we're so good at not getting any pod bin. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about parenting because you've been there through this journey of Becky being pregnant and helping me out and effectively talking myself down from whatever. And we kind of want to highlight that there is no right and wrong way of being a parent, but there is going to be good days and bad days. No one is going to be the perfect person and no one's going to be the perfect parent. What One of the questions that we wanted to focus on and one of the things that we wanted to talk about was good days and bad days. And maybe this will become a, a feature about a high point in your parenting week and what was a low point in the parenting week. Have you got like any examples where you thought, yeah, I've done Bob on there or fuck, I need to do better? <laughs> Not so much reflection on me, but I suppose the way I take that is high points of... I'm at a point now with the kids where you know, Callum's very self-sufficient and you know, I'm mock if I get three, four conversations a day out of him. <laughs> <laughs> with Georgia, you know, she's she still needs you know, the love, attention, affection and caring and, and all that, but it's very much she's at school, she's being taught. So it's just make, you know supporting her and supervising and making sure she's she's got everything she needs. So I suppose my interpretation of that is very much a parenting high for me would be something that I've seen out of the kids that amazed me out of them. And then a law would be something that frustrates me of things that they need to change type of thing. Okay. So like for Georgia, one of the things, obviously the nativity was great, but she was made up. So she does PE at school and they did a bleep test. She's never been the fastest runner. She's good. She's she's never been the slowest. She's just middle of the ground, really. Yeah. But they did a bleep test in PE, and obviously it was a kid's one, but she was made up because she hit a level 10.2, which wow. is far better than I ever, ever, ever did. And she said that she was the last girl running, and there was only two other kids who I know are very fast out of her year. And all the other girls and everything, were, were, everybody was cheering her on and shouting her name. So that sort of made me feel proud, I suppose. So that's the high. Yeah, absolutely. Like that level of proudness, really, of she felt so good about that. She came home and told me about it. It was really good. And one of the other highs is, as I mentioned earlier on yesterday, sitting there watching that film, but just seeing Calm and George are interacting and playing with each other and getting along and not falling out. Yeah, that's really good. To get nearly an 11 on the bleep test as well, that's a... That, that, that's really good going, isn't yeah, it? She takes uh, my sporting genes, clearly. <laughs> I always remember doing the bleak test. And it wasn't at school, this was at rugby, this. And we were training at Park Road School. And they had concertina doors. And I always remember doing the, doing the bleak test and stopping on one of the concertina doors and it ripping my finger off. And, wow. and his finger was literally, like, coming off 
the end. It was just like the the end of the like where the nail is, like the little I don't know the the front of your finger where your fingerprint is. That was ripped off. Um, I still have I still have the scar. I didn't stop the bleep test though. I mean, I probably should have because I think my mum fainted when she came to pick me up. We were only about nine or ten. I'm just picturing like a trail of blood just following you where you, the line where you've run. That's literally what happened. Oh. I always remember a trail of blood as we were playing cricket in the sports hall of school in PE, GCSE. And why the fucking hell they were playing cricket in the, in the sports hall, I'll never know because my face like fell into a cricket ball. Remember yeah. the time that your face, completely digressing, fell into a spoon? Oh, yeah, I still have a scar for that as well. <laughs> That's coming up around this. Was that Christmas time? Yeah, yeah I still have New a scar New, New, yeah. New Year's Day, I think. I wish I still had the video to that. <laughs> Mr. Beefy. Yeah, Mr. Beefy. Oh, no, it was Senior Beefy. That was it. Beefy. I've been your friend for 10 years and way too Wow. We digress. That will mean. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that was great. Lows. I suppose more frustration than anything. <laughs> and it took every fibre of my body to not laugh. Back in yesterday, I was like, Georgie, you need to go and get changed. You're ready for bed. But she walked into the room. <laughs> she opened the door. Door was static, and she walked into the door handle, and then got upset, mm-hmm. and she started blaming the door handle. And I was like. Right. <laughs> You've walked into the door. She went, No, I didn't. The door hit me. I was like, No. I said it was it was your fault. You walked into the door. It was an accident. It's okay. But you walked into the door and she was adamant and swore blind that it was the door's fault. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what I had to I nearly killed myself for not laughing. How can you argue with that logic, really though? <laughs> like the door She'd open she'd open the fucking door. <laughs> I mean, I'd well, say less if I was the one who'd opened the door and left it strategically so she could walk into the the, the handle. No, she opened the door, walked into it, it caught it. She was tired. What it really was, she walked into the door and blamed the door. It's, in fairness, that's probably something that I'd do. I'm blaming the door at the minute. Our front door is really stiff because it's swelled from the cold, uh, from the cold. So you have to kind of slam the door to get it shut. And just as we're coming out this morning to go to this christmas fair i've noticed that the door is the door handle is actually ripping off so it's a matter of time i said oh well go fix it don't worry about it we'll fix it but i can just tell it's just going to be one of them things that we're going to forget to do until that dreaded day yeah you'll shut the door and then you'll be stood there it'll be raining it'll be cold i can picture it now you'll be late for something and you'll be holding a door handle yeah and the door will not be shut (laughs) <laughs> funny story this isn't about parenting but i will i will tell you this story that actually happened to me i say it was years ago it was probably about five years ago so it was longer than it i should have known better is basically what i'm saying so that exact thing happened to me at my mum's and i must have stayed there over for the night i was in the shower no one was in there was just me and i was getting ready for, to go up to work so I got in the shower, but my mum at the time was having some work done. She was getting her bedroom decorated. So, like, her door was getting painted, so she took the door handle off. Or at least she forgot to tell me that she'd only took it off on one side. Mm-hmm. So as I shut the door, got out of the shower, tried to open the door, 
it had come off. Well, here's a problem. I would late for work. <laughs> there was no one else in the house. And because I was in my mum's room, I thought, well, I'll just go to a towel. And get, like, So I had no fucking clothes on me. <laughs> I knew that my mum's my mum's window was open. And it was a very tiny window on the ensuite. You know the shape of the house. So I had to do that. <laughs> Wearing the smallest hand towel around my waist. I had to climb out of this small little ensuite window, shimmy over to my mum's bedroom, and then unflatteringly had to jump inside the bedroom window. Was the decorator still in there at the same time? The decorator was not in there, but let me <laughs> tell you, I'm pretty sure some housewife somewhere had a had a good view. It was definitely a full moon. <laughs> I am keen for that not to happen to me again. It'll happen when Robin's crying and Flossie's... School run. You're late for school. Yeah. It's cold. It's raining. Everyone's upset and crying. And you're holding a door handle. Exactly. And it'll be a Monday. Fuck Mondays. (laughs) Actually, that's quite quite a good component because that actually gets into my highs of the week, really. Flossie is... She's fond of her mother, for want of a better word. Mum is the, you know, the best thing in her eyes. And, you know, rightly so. Becky's brilliant. But this comes to a point where Becky has to do everything for her. Like, at some point, she's like, I don't want Matt to make breakfast and blah, 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 blah. So one of the points this week is actually we've we gone for a milestone because I actually took her to school on her own for the first time. So that was like a really high point for her. It's starting to... She started to understand that I have to pick up a, some some things for her. So taking her to school, and you know it's about a half an hour drive in in the morning to get to her school. So that's a really big milestone. The other one as well, and it sounds a bit cheesy for want of a better word, but is there any better feeling than your baby just like stopping from crying, stopping everything, and just you know lying down and she's just on your chest and. You're both breathing at the same time and everything doesn't matter in that same when she's quiet and you've kind of made, well, you've you've made a bit of a difference because you've sorted out what was wrong with this person. Do you know what I'm trying to get at? It's just yeah. like connection. No, I, I get it. I know what you mean. That's all comes undone as soon as they start crying again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am I am definitely not the favourite in the household because, you know, Becky's breastfeeding, obviously, at the minute, so... Robin, Robin can uh, can detect those titties from six miles away. <laughs> Once she gets a badge, she's like, "Oh, these, these, this, this isn't right. This, this is not right. This is hairier than normal." Mom. <laughs> yeah, she has tried to latch on. Like when we've done skin to skin, she has tried to latch on. I'm like, "No, you don't want that." I'm sure there's a phenomenon where men can produce breast milk if the baby tries hard and long enough. <laughs> so if she keeps trying you may develop bosoms do you know what I think Becky would pay for that to happen <laughs> like I think she'd be like yeah come on I think a lot of people would pay to see that hashtag OnlyFans male, male breastfeeding <laughs> <laughs> yeah well we have talked about your fan club today you know <laughs> we have thought about it you know guys <laughs> in terms of parenting lows Last night was particularly stressful. Flossie was doing bath time. Robin was screaming for food. 
we had to make a decision who was going to do what. I tried to help out on bath time. Flossie wanted a bubble beard. And I think that was just a cheap excuse for her to pretend that she had bubbles in her eye. And then she screamed the house down. Nothing I could do was right. She just wanted mummy. So mummy had to come and help out. But then Robin started screaming. And then before you know it, you couldn't calm any of them down. Becky's getting... <laughs> Becky starts screaming. Yeah. Um... So yeah, exactly. So that was a low point. I couldn't be there. I couldn't fulfil either person's needs because because I'm not mum. So that's kind of a low point. I guess these days are going to happen, aren't they? Yeah, the challenging times. I mean, everyone's just adjusting, aren't they? You're still a couple of weeks in. Yeah. I suppose if you don't let them those days get to you, then. You're golden. You're winning. Well, that's it. And it, I think we've just learned to take an hour at a time. And it's about just taking a deep breath and realising that me and Becky are there for each other. You know, we love each other and we can do this as a team. And that that's how it should be. It's just sometimes Becky's more of a team player. Because <laughs> and, the, and the unwanted substitute. If you've watched Mean Machine. Maybe I've watched it once. Is that the one where with Vinnie Jones and Jason Statham and they're in prison playing football? Yes. Yeah, and they're playing a football. Yeah, yeah. once. Jason Statham's like a, an angry footballer. He doesn't talk. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen Well, it, in this scenario, I'm Danny Dyer. I'm, I'm the substitute that no one wants to pick. <laughs> I'd have to come on for the last five minutes. And so. when you get the ball, everyone starts fucking thinking, oh, might as well just surrender now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, welcome to parenting. Sort of semi-podmin, but not. It's just to remind you, I haven't forgotten. Forfeit is still there. It is still going to happen. And even more so now you're tired. I think this is going to be even more perfect. I'm planning on doing this over the festive period. So okay. over the next couple of weeks, A I'm going to find you. Still. I'm going to strap you up and you are going to be shot to shit for a good mm-hmm couple of hours because we now know the timeline of which becky endured pain yeah you will endure pain for the same timeline (laughs) do you know what i half expected it today you know i thought i mean you were you were very nice about it (laughs) but i did half expect it today i I think first time meeting robin i might not put you through that much pain Plus, I need to let a couple of weeks additional, you know, sleep deprivation build up just when you're right at the end of your tether. And that'll be the day that I hit you with it. Okay, I'm ready for it. I don't know if I'm ready for five hours and 17 minutes of it, but I'm I'm ready for it. How's your first week of parenting gone? It has gone fast. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't think I can put another. There's some things that I didn't understand that I didn't. Becky was saying actually that Flossie was born in Warrington and she she's been comparing the aftercare from Wigan Hospital to to Warrington Hospital. They've been to see us twice. They have um, you know kept in touch every day. Oh shit! You know how we were talking about what we've done this week. Mm. I've just realised that we did the most important thing on Wednesday. <laughs> Registered the birth. <laughs> You know, just something monumental that lasts forever and ever in terms of records. Well, yeah, that's staying that. in exactly as it was delivered. <laughs> but uh, it, it covers you a podman and a good kicking. That was a big thing. 
we made a very conscious decision right at the start that we were going to, our middle names were going to be after our nans. We, we did that. That was all solidified. Went down to the, the life centre, not the to- town hall. And, you know, we spent 20 minutes doing the signing with the fountain pen. That's an experience in himself, isn't it? Yeah. I'll I, I tell you what was the strangest experience. I had to change my job title. She was like, what's your job? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> And then, and then and then Becky just said, "Oh, just put your works in housing. No one else does." So. It's your job, housing. Oh, yeah. so you build houses? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but my point is, Wigan have been really good. They, they've really helped us out. They've given us some 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 good information. One of the things I didn't know is that babies lose weight straight away. Yeah, it's essentially to get all the shit out of the system, isn't it? And then they. But I think you can't put it into words how demanding how difficult but yet the most rewarding thing you could do is 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 parenting isn't it i think that's what i'm trying to find out now it's constant like you do not get a break and that's been a big eye opener of course i've only seen it from from looking at your perspective or my brother's perspective or becky's perspective where kids are a little bit older you don't see them but you kind of assume that people get 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes break throughout the day. That's just not the case, is it? No. Like, that's been the biggest eye-opener. Yeah, it, it is constant. I think I mentioned this in one of the other episodes as well, though, that it, it's a journey. First year, it's just a series of firsts. But it's a constant journey. You are constantly learning. Talk of the firsts. First time I got pooed on today. No, wait. <laughs> first time I got pooed on. And i tell you what. Robin's posh because every time you do a nappy change, she's got a, a dirty nappy on or something like that. It's like clockwork. As soon as you put a new nappy on, that's it. <laughs> it's like, this is comfy. I'll do it again. We used to say that about George, actually. She should only shit in a clean nappy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was frustrating, but maybe it's a baby thing. Maybe they all like get. You know, all the other babies in the hospital all congregate and just have a little cheeky word when all parents are asleep and that right. We need to to make this more difficult for them. Yeah. Just wait till they change you, then shit. (laughs) Keep one in bank, right? They'll pretend that you know, they'll just have a have a cheeky piss or something. Knock that out. They'll change you. Then shit. Trust me, they'll love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it happened this week as a change in a all the hell happens. Literally, all the hell like happens. Lovely experience. Well, sorry for not preparing you for that one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's time to end. Yes, thanks everyone for listening. We'll uh, see you next week. See you next week. <laughs>